This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We've paused a fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. He's a young driver looking to set his supercars career up whilst he's spent his apprenticeship in the Porsche Pyramid. Aaron Love joins us today, and he talks about the silver bullet he'll be running at Newcastle in a few weeks time. Yeah, it's definitely a good looking car whether I'm being biased or not. It's um, pretty cool to have Patronus on board with their background and their history in motorsport both internationally and nationally. Obviously Tim has a small association with them in previous years where he ran with the Patronus car before. Aaron Love on Inside Supercars and it starts now. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're joined by a man who makes his debut in the category in Super 2 this year, Aaron Love. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. G'day, mate. It's uh, yeah, nice to be back and nice to start to get the year underway. Now, you've already had a couple of runs in your ex-Tim Slade, the uh, Blanchard Racing Team's Mustang. Um, you must be uh, itching your feet to get amongst other people in that car. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun in the first round, I guess. It's going to be a task in itself, keeping the thing nice and clean. But, yeah, really looking forward to get the year underway. Now, it's a terrific car, um, and obviously the team has uh, been inching their way forward slowly up the grid. Um, Tim's had a couple of really excellent results with it. You must be pleased that you've got such a great car um, to uh, make in the series. And... I mean, there's the obvious connection of the Blanchards and the Ritters. Mick Ritter and Maria, um, their connection with the Blanchards has obviously helped this transpire. Yeah, I guess the relationship's helped a little bit, but at the same time, you know, it's two completely different teams. It's not as if they work opposing each other or together. So, yeah, it's, you know, definitely a different atmosphere and one that's been good so far. So, yeah, that's definitely something pretty cool to you know know that they've got that experience in supercars in the past couple of years but seeing that um triple eight and you know tickford and all the other teams are running as well it's definitely not going to be easy at all no no it's certainly not but you demonstrated last year that uh, uh having great competitors uh brings out the best in you because several times last year you did an outstanding job i think you won 12 races last year was it uh, I couldn't really tell you off the top of my head. I don't really remember. No, but no, um, that's not yeah, look, yeah, last year was really good. We definitely had a successful year and, you know, made the most of it when we could. Um, 
But, um, yeah, this year's going to be quite tough and we'll definitely have to put our best foot forward at, you know, the best of times. So it's quite a deep field and we'll just see, have to see how we go after the first round. Indeed. Now, I, I'm just going to list out some of the names and you, please, by all means, step up if I've missed some. But the ones I can see on this list, Cameron Crick, Kai Allen, Zach Best, Aaron Seaton, Jack Perkins, Jay Hansen, Brad Vaughan, Cooper Murray, Zane Morse, Ellie Morrow. I mean, there's some terrific talent there, and there's at least a, a good eight or ten that are probably going to win races. So it's you're going to be walking into a, one of the very hot fields in Super 2. Yeah, it's um, going to be tough, that's for sure. Obviously, there's a lot of drivers that have been racing it for the past couple of years, so They've definitely got a leg up on us with, you know, experience in supercars and in particular some of the tracks that I haven't been to um, before. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be tough, but I'm pretty confident that with, you know, the team's experience the past two years that um, we'll be able to deliver when we really need to. Um, Tell me, you know, if you can, um, some of the things that you, A, had to get used to compared to Porsches, which you'd been extremely successful, both in Australia and in France, but the things that are different jumping into a, a supercar's uh, Mustang compared to the Porsche. What what are the things that you had to acclimatise, and what are the things that were were good to feel in your the new car? Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a big re- list, really. It's um, yeah, they're almost polar opposites when you really think about it. I guess you know to start with, you're sitting on the different side of the car, which is one one little thing, but then also you've got a gear stick that you've got to get your head around and heel and towing and rev matching and everything like that. But then also, um, also just the driving style in general. The the cup car is quite aggressive in the way that most people drive them, and then a supercar you have to be really really smooth. So yeah, it's um, been a bit of a task to get my head around, but um, yeah, we're slowly getting there. Well, one of the things that really stood out, and I remember vividly watching uh, your Bathurst weekend where unfortunately because of the timing of things you ended up having to start that first race in 15th place and then just climbed and kept on climbing and and, and Bathurst is one of those tracks that's got widths and all those things and the corners to pass on but you were regularly making passing moves and that's one of the things in your career that you seem to have been able to do throughout it make passes on people yeah, I guess being quite comfortable in that car and spending a lot of time in that car definitely helped, um, you know, getting to know it really well. To find out its strengths and weaknesses, I think, definitely helped me last year and probably the years before doing a few laps in, you know, a cut car with Mick and Sonics. So I guess it might take me, you know, a couple of races to get really comfortable in the new car, but I hope that um, once we really start to get into here that, have some confidence in the car and be able to race on like we did before. Aaron, making the switch like you have, have you felt like you have had enough opportunities to get into the car and to get yourself prepared for what is going to be a tough street race at Newcastle? Oh, look, I guess like any motor racing, it's a little bit tough. You're not, you, you know, you can't really go out and drive the car every day and especially with supercars and the rules around testing it makes it even trickier so i guess there's always room for feeling like it would have been good to do some more but i guess everyone's in the same boat and we just have to take that as it comes and make the most of what we can do 
Now, you are a SIM user, so how much can you get from your, your SIM training? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a, a big SIM user. I only use them, you know, when I really need to and really, really want to. I, it can start to cause a bit of a headache after a while. But, um, yeah, definitely if you're on a good SIM and something that's really accurate, then it can be really useful, especially to just help tune out some of those fine driving styles, especially with the new supercar. It's, it's going to be helpful, but also going to a new track like Newcastle just helping to get my head around, you know, where the track goes and little little things here and there. So it's uh, been quite useful, I'd say, when when it comes to those little things, but I guess you can't really beat real, real lifetime in the car. What type of driver are you? Are you the type that gets into the engineering and understands all the components that make up the whole, or are you a, a driver that just bolts in and, and feels your way through? Uh, I couldn't really give you a straight answer on that, to be honest, I guess. I do take a bit of an interest in finding out what's going on, but at the same time, if you know most drivers, if you spend too much time thinking about that, you stop spending enough time thinking about driving. So it's kind of a tricky balance. But um, yeah, it's been it's been nice to you know talk to Taco and Marco and Tim and sort of find out a little bit more about the car because obviously I don't know much about it to help understand the background of the car, and that way I can then you know try and get the best out of it and with that are you going to be able to uh put aside a lot of drivers say that the the difference between the the porsche and the supercar is so is so big that it takes a lot of time to really be able to race them properly Have, have you got any worries about that transition Oh, look, it's, I don't think it's anything that I haven't really done in the past. Obviously, driving GT cars a couple of times here and there has been different and driving cars such as Radicals, you know, every race car is different from each other. So you just got to try and understand them the best you can and, you know, go from there. So it'll definitely be something different and something tricky, but I, I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to get there sooner or later. One thing that has been said is that this car with the Patronus livery is going to be one of the best-looking cars on either the main game or the Super 2 grid. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good-looking car, whether I'm being biased or not. But, um, yeah, you know, it's pretty cool to have Patronus on board with um, their background and their history in motorsport, both internationally and nationally. Obviously, Tim has a small association with them in previous years where he ran with the Patronus car before. But, um, yeah, I've met the guys a couple of times now and they seem really eager to get into the sports. So to have them on the car this year is, you know, it's really quite cool. Yeah, tell me, Aaron, um, who's going to be engineering your car? Uh, we've got um, Chris Fitzgerald um, engineering the car. So he worked with the team last year at Sandown and a few other races. So... Having someone that's understanding the car and also understanding how the team works, I think, is definitely going to help. Um, and, and of course, because you're going to be in such a competitive environment, that's a key part of your your equipment that you need. Not only the car, but also an engineer to help you tune the car to your liking as, as much on the new circuit for you. Yeah, definitely, especially with supercars, where you got a huge range of adjustments. It's really important that your car's within, you know, a good window to drive it with. You know, it's 
probably like any race car, it needs to be a quick car, but more so because you've got so much adjustment compared to a cup car that it's really important to have someone that's, you know, moder- working on the car that understands it really well and how they work. Well, Aaron, thanks so much for joining us on Inside Supercars. I look forward to, and I'm sure Craig will be the same, look forward to meeting up with you on the streets of Newcastle. And I look forward to actually, after your first track walk around there, um, your feedback on uh, what you think of the track. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool rolling into the first weekend this year. It's, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait for it. All right, well, we look forward to meeting up with you, Aaron Love. Thank you again for joining us on Inside Supercars. Thank you, mate. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. Have paused a fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them.